Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Welcome to the program. It is Friday, December 16. So what does that mean? We're nine days away from Christmas. Wow, the year has flown by and uh, the first week of Fatty and Hill's holiday has flown by as well. I bet you it's been quicker for them, but they will be back on January 16, some month from today. Um, but they will be back for a one-off special down at Surface Paradise Beach on the Esplanade there for Magic Millions on January 10, but back in full swing on January 16. The first test starts tomorrow at the Gabba. We'll talk about that very shortly uh, against South Africa. But the heat, what is going on? It's almost like, um, as the late great Rex Mossop would say, deja vu all over again. Here we go. Another start of the season and just a bit of an underwhelming performance, really. Uh, the, they did well to limit the Renegades after the Renegades started very strongly with Nick Maddinson. 166 was a a reasonable target to chase and, you know, give, gave themselves every opportunity after a very slow start, but a little bit underwhelming with the bat as well. So the Renegades beat the Heat by 22 runs to start their BBL campaign. They've, you know, they've been the worst team for a couple of years, but they certainly didn't look like that last night. Um, I, I just expected a bit more from the Heat. 13-13-55 is the Brighton Homes open line, or you can send us a text 0467 736 736. Your thoughts last night on the Heat's performance against the Renegades in Cairns, uh, their first game of the year. Have, did we see anything different? Did we see anything that suggests, you know, I know we're missing, you know, the Michael Nisa and Usman Gawadja and Manus Lubbershane uh, in the Australian side. Look, we might get Nisa back, un- unlikely, you never know. Um, and Usman and Manus might play, a, you know, four games maybe, but we just can't drift around waiting for them to come back to help us uh, at the back end of the season, you got to win games at the start of the season. I know it's only one game, and I'm not jumping off uh, completely, but um, I just expected a bit more. Your thoughts? 13 13 55 is that telephone number. The Brighton Homes open line. You can send us a text 0467 736 736. Matty Kuhneman did well, picked up three wickets for the Heat, and he suggested that he thought uh, the target of 167 runs to win was about on par. Yeah, I think we came off thinking par was in 160, 165, so um, they got off to a great start. Nick Madison batted beautifully, but the way we came back, I think James Baisley, Mark Zichetti, and even Swepo um, bowled really well. So to pin him back to 160, uh, it, was, it was a really, really good effort, and I think it was, we, were, we were a big chance um, after, after we came off bowling to win the game. Have we been pronouncing Mark Steckety's name wrong all the time? What do you call him? Can you play that again, Callan, just so I can hear the pronunciation again? Yeah, I think we came off thinking par was in 160, 165, so um, they got off to a great start. Nick Madison batted beautifully, but the way we came back, I think James Baisley, Mark Sacchetti, and even Swepo um, bowled really well, so to pin him back to 160. Stacchetti. He pronounced it Stacchetti. We've been saying Stacchetti. 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 What is it? Does anyone know? We might have to ring Stevie Gray and find out whether that's just the... The, the nickname, the fun name that they use for Mark Steckety, 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 uh, for the... For the Wouldn't want uh, to be calling that one. 
No, I'm just saying I've never heard that before until Matty Kuhneman said that then last night after the game. But we've it's always been Mark Steckity and he's never said anything to us. So maybe we uh, need to check next week with Stevie Gray to find out whether or not we've been mispronouncing Mark Steckity's name uh, all the time he's been playing for Queensland. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was a little bit strange. But Matt Kuhneman, um, he spoke about the heat spatting in the run chase. Um, yeah, no, they, they, they bowled really good as well. They have a, they have a world-class bowling attack with Honor Russell, Majeev and Hoyzen. So um, they showed why, why they're so good. But um, we'll learn from this and we got them next week, which is, I think, an advantage for us. So we've seen, seen their bowlers and batters and hopefully we can bounce back next week. Yeah, they don't play again until Wednesday now, the Heat. Uh, they take on the Renegades uh, down in Victoria for their next match. So they come back home today, I think, and um, they've got to get themselves sorted. And they say it's an advantage, or Matt Kuhneman says it's an advantage to play them again next week. They know what to expect. Well, I think in this day and age, you know what to expect from most teams, don't you? And um, a little bit of improvement required from the Brisbane Heat. Your thoughts, 13 13 55 or 0467 736 736. Nick Maddinson was outstanding. Uh, he was the top run scorer, just missed out on a century. Pretty pleased about it. Um, obviously, there's only a few so far that have reached 100 games, and um, it's a pretty, I guess, a proud thing that uh, I'll remember for a while. Um, you know, it's Big Bash has changed quite a lot in the 12 years it's been around, but yeah, loving it so much. And um, yeah, it would have been nice to, to score 100, and I feel, I feel like I left a couple out there, but um, that's the way it is, and, and happy to get the score I did tonight. Yeah, you've had, well, Nick Maddinson, he got uh, a bizarre incident during the match where the bales just fell off. Uh, he wasn't really close to the – he played a pull shot, I think it was, and um, it looked like he may have trodden on his stumps from the front-on view, but then you watch the side-on view and he was nowhere near the stumps and the bale had just fallen off. Maybe – I mean, the pitch was pretty hard. Could it have possibly been that his foot near a little bit of – I think so. Yeah. I think the, so. When his back foot landed, that's when the bales – Yeah, yeah, the vibration dropped. through the ground. But those yeah. those pitches are really, really hard. Um, it was just odd, just bizarre. But anyway, uh, he was given not out as he should – have been given not out and went on to top score for the Melbourne Renegades. Percy, thank you for your text. Good morning, Mark. Underwhelming is an understatement. There wasn't any batting partnerships. I don't know that, uh, Percy, I, I, look, you know, I, I just don't know that we play the game right. I mean, he all sits in here and talks about what we, you know, the Heat should be doing and you look at the way other teams play and the aggressive nature. I think we either um, go way over the top um, in trying to hit every ball for six um, or, you know, potentially a little bit like last night, just thinking it's going to happen 160 if we just knock it around. I'm not – I don't know. I, I just don't know what – we've got the players there capable of, of getting surely 166 runs, um, but it just – there just seemed to be a lack of something last night. And I'm not good enough to put my finger on it, uh, whether it be that they're just trying to take it – a little bit slower and not necessarily be as frantic. Um, but even, too, I mean, Xavier Bartlett's first couple of overs, he went, he just put the ball in the slot a couple of times. I mean, it, it wasn't, I mean, he, he got Nick Maddinson into his innings. I think that's fair to say with some of the deliveries right in the slot for Maddinson just to tee off, uh, to give the Renegades that uh, start thereafter. But, Percy, yeah, thanks for your, your text. 0467-736-736. Thoughts on the heat last night? Not writing them off yet, but we want to see an improvement in game number two because it just seems to me it's it's the start that um, of where we finished last year, if that makes sense. 13-13-55. Away from the Big Bash for a moment, let's have a look at the 
Test match, which starts tomorrow, Australia v South Africa at the Gabba. Uh, let's hope it's a, a beautiful day for cricket. No doubt uh, there'll be a big crowd. Um, I read somewhere, I don't know whether it's official, but a sellout or certainly a bumper crowd tomorrow for the first day. We don't often see test matches in this country, let alone here at the Gabba, start on a Saturday. Um, so let's hope that there's a good crowd, there's a bit of sunshine around and we just see a good game of cricket because the last test against the West Indies, uh, it must be said, was, uh, to use that word again, underwhelming. Uh, but this one will have a little bit of spice. It's been four years, years since we play South Africa. Um, at the Gabba on, I think, the best cricket wicket in the world, but I'm sure we're all biased uh, here in Queensland. It's an outstanding cricket wicket, and let's hope it's an outstanding day of cricket tomorrow. Usman Kawaja and David Warner, I wonder how they'll sleep tonight, knowing that they take on a South African lineup, which a uh, bowling attack, which is um, one of the best in the world, uh, and they're playing them at the Gabba, which we know offers a bit of life early, but if you can get through that, it then turns into a beautiful batting pitch. So will they be batting tomorrow or bowling? It must be very difficult for openers, opening batsmen, that is, uh, to sleep the night before a test match, not exactly knowing uh, what you're going to do the next day. Well, Usman, once again, they're all, this has been the, the topic of conversation, this sandpaper gate and how the two teams are going to get on, what is going to happen tomorrow at the Gabba, will there be any words said? Everyone that's spoken has basically said, no, we've moved on. And Usman Kawaja was pretty much the same. Time heals all wounds, I guess, in a way. And the guys have come so far from there, both as individual players, the guys were involved, but also as a team. Everyone's got so many different things going on in their life from where they were four years ago. I think that actually gave guys a lot of perspective. Um, You know, Australian cricket, both as a whole and as individual as players, we're probably at rock bottom right there too. And it gives you a lot of time to reflect and look back on things. And I think the guys have genuinely learnt um, a lot from that. I think they have, and I think uh, as normal, Usman summed it up pretty well, and I think it'll be a hard-fought test match, but what's the point of bringing up something that happened four years ago, particularly between, you know, Australia got caught, South Africa, Faf Duplessis was suspended for ball tampering as well, so it's not as if uh, the South Africans are squeaky clean either. So forget about it, move on, and let's see which team is the better cricket side, and we'll find that out hopefully over the next three test matches uh, in Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney. Outside of Sandpaper Gate, obviously David Warner has been the focus of attention with his statement last week with Candace Warner's dramas in Adelaide. But for me, the biggest issue out of all of that is um, his form. And what has happened is that, you know, these dramas have sort of camouflaged or wallpapered to a certain extent. And so too, the performance of the Australians against the West Indies, uh, the cracks in David Warner. People are starting to talk a little bit more. He hasn't scored a century since January 2020, I think it is. Uh, just one half century in his last test innings. He's got to be feeling the pressure a little bit. He has to be under pressure to get runs. Uh, all the players in the team are saying that, you know, he's batting well, but just a little bit unlucky, etc., etc. Well, eventually, uh, good players do return to form, and hopefully that will happen for David Warner on the weekend. But his opening batting partner, Usman Kawaja, had this to say on David Warner. Yeah, I always feel like Davey's close to making runs. They felt like he was going to get a big one last couple of games, but he just got a couple of 20s. I mean, that's just it's part of the game. If you had the choice of picking David Warner or somewhere else, I'd be picking David Warner every day of the week. Um, and I think the opposition players know that too because they know how quickly he can turn a game. He can. There's no doubt about that. He can turn a game very quickly. But uh, if he's not scoring runs, regardless of whether he looks good and whether or not you feel as though a, a beginnings is just around the corner, beginnings hasn't been there for three years. So it's, you know, that corner is a long way away. Hopefully, at the Gabba, 
on a good batting pitch, bouncy, quick bowling coming on, he might be able to turn things around and get that century that I'm sure he longs for. You know, these players might say that, oh, they don't, you know, they don't let it get to him. It's next game, next ball and all that sort of stuff. But he knows that he hasn't scored a century in three years and he'd love to do it at the Gabba. Now, the interim coach for South Africa is uh, Milamongwe Makita um, once again. He was asked about Sandpaper Gate and the approach from the South Africans. When you come through those situations, sometimes it galvanizes the team. Um, I know it was nothing pleasant uh, to go through what they've been through. And some of the players are still paying for those mistakes. And I feel for us coming now, opening old wounds, will probably bring them closer together as a unit. David has always brought a lot of intensity against us and we don't expect anything different. And we've bowled really well to him as well, and we're looking forward to the challenge. That was well said, I thought. I think uh, everyone's saying the right things, and I have no doubt that the, the match, the test match, will be played in, in a hard way, but uh, with, you know, in good spirit. Well, I hope it is anyway, fingers crossed. Um, the coach, uh, Makita, also spoke about playing here at the Gabba and uh, his pace attack. If you look at the, at the Wanderers, it offers the same, more or less, where you can get carried away with a sexy bounce and you're going to be ineffective. So we've been working hard on making sure we hit the fuller length and making the better play. Well, there's a comment I've never heard before in all the time I've been following, watching, covering, commentating on cricket. Sexy bounce of a wicket. I've never heard a wicket described as having sexy bounce, but maybe it's a South African term uh, from Melabongwe Makita talking about the sexy bounce at the Wanderers and the Gabba, but it should be a terrific uh, a terrific test starting tomorrow, and you'll hear that match here on SEN from 9 o'clock, and we'll speak with Michael Kasprovich. He'll be joining us on the program. He's part of our commentary team. He'll be joining us after 7. Uh, Brooke Hansen will be back. Another couple of gold medals last night for Australia at the World Short Course Swimming Championship, so we'll talk to Brooke. Um, Terry Kennedy's joining us at about quarter to seven. There's an announcement from the Racing League, and he being the um, Gil McLaughlin, and we'll hear from later, Peter Volandis of the Racing League, and of which Heels, Patty and I, um, uh, one of the leading owners of that syndicate, we'll get TK on to... Um, to tell us what's happening there. But uh, still plenty to come this morning. Chris Nelson will have some tips for the weekend as well.